You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. Ships are safe in port, but that's not what ships are for. Vikings believed in reaching out and getting exactly what they wanted. Granted, they were brutal warriors, but when they weren't raiding, they were trading and farming in the northern frontier between the 9th and 11th centuries. They did both. They were offensive aggressors and settled farmers with families. Modern-day Americans, as well, don't need to settle for an either-or mentality when it comes to our lifestyles. We, too, can have it all. This means we must take action to create a healthy and vibrant, freedom-loving America. By contrast, what do you think of when you envision an American conservative activist? Do you see an octogenarian with tea bags hanging down a straw hat? and holding a Make America Great Again poster? To me, it's very sad that conservatives can be so easily typecast. Turning Point USA and the walkaway movement are geared more towards younger activists, but there is still a gulf between young and old, it seems. Working parents don't have the time to become involved, and they are some of the most ignorant Americans. They sponge up what's around them, They were indoctrinated by left-wing schools and college, and busy parents tend to associate with others who are also too busy to open a book or spend critical time alone contemplating their role in society. Today, we're talking about freeing your inner Viking. Why a Viking? Vikings, to me, represent vicious, offensive aggressors who simply don't have time to mess around. They knew what they wanted, and they went out, and they got it. Contrast this image to the America we live in now, and to me, it's quite sad. A typical day for an American begins with waking up to check email and phone messages, eating a rushed breakfast, spending the day at a stressful job and typically are overworked and overtaxed, and then they come home to or cross paths with their spouse who may also feel compelled to work full-time. The kids are often raised at daycare, are not at home much, and their lives are full of activities designed to help them get into a good school someday. Contrast that image to one of 1950s America. Life has always been hard, but people were far less rushed and stressed then than now. Today, the pressure points are coming from everywhere. How did we get here? Well, one thing's for sure. We didn't get here by acting like straight-shooting Vikings. We've become overly passive and compliant, and a phrase I absolutely detest, politically correct. And even worse, woke. I promise you this, the vast majority of pacified Americans could never even accurately explain how they got to this place, believing in silly garbage like critical race theory or CRT, or there are 50 trillion different genders, or your two-year-old son wants to be a girl and you're ecstatically happy over that. Why? 
because you wouldn't be adequately woke if you weren't. And being woke is the most important thing in the world to you when five years ago, you didn't even know what that ridiculous dripping with condescending superiority manufactured fake word even meant. In other words, gentlemen, you've lost your balls, and I ain't talking tennis balls. And ladies, you've lost your sanity because, well, your husband lost his balls. A big part of our collective challenge is that men are no longer men because since the sexual revolution, women have inserted themselves where they couldn't go before, largely because being sexually available opens up many locked, tight doors. To put it crudely, men will listen carefully if ladies give these gentlemen what they want. So then the breakdown of the family occurs. Men won't act in healthy, natural, masculine ways because the sex that is current may become a thing of the past. Women are picky. Men, not so much. So, many women manipulate through their sex appeal. The Bible clearly states that our fallen nature means two very bad things. For men, it means we have to work. For women, it means they have to suffer the pain of childbirth. But women have also been tainted since the fall of Eve and Adam with the desire to be like men, to control them and their environments, and wanting to work like men, even when it can be most unpleasant. The Bible states that women want to assert themselves everywhere. For example, many women are on the vanguard of this oxy-gendered evil insanity. Would there even be a drag queen story hour without the support mainly from women? I seriously doubt it. I say this because, biblically speaking, women in general tend to confuse sex roles. Vikings were aggressive but simple people. The introduction of Christianity changed them forever, so much so that they eventually ceased to be Vikings. But again, being a proud American, I believe to a large degree that we get to live the lives we choose. But modern America increasingly is pressuring us to simply go with the flow of the predetermined current that we are currently streaming down. The ultra-rich and powerful elites think they know what's better for us than we do. But a proud Viking would never accept this. He wouldn't even argue or debate it either. He would simply sharpen his axe and polish the horns on his helmet, place it upon his head, and proceed to swing his mighty hatchet to remove the offending noggin of the bloviated bossy carcass that is the deep state. Many believe that advancements in technology make this global breakdown of society inevitable. It is not. When one side takes all the action and the opposing side, by contrast, takes next to no action, there's bound to be a radical disparity, leading both sides towards the same conclusion of who the victor must be. But, as soon as the pacifist conformists start to discover their true power, then all bets are off, especially when the underdogs have overwhelming superiority in numbers. Great news, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the very beginning of this global trend away 
from globalism and technocracy. The exact opposite of where most of these so-called experts think we are going. Vikings believed in the survival of the fittest. There were no insane self-destructive impulses like the Western world has today. They had a harsh system of justice. Punishment was swift and severe. Here's the part I really love. Vikings were offensive, almost romantically so. They didn't sit around waiting for life to come to them. They sought and they often found and they conquered. A favorite stereotype was that they were often victorious. Vikings were simple and decisive. There wasn't too much navel-gazing going on. Vikings weren't nerdy or nervous and neurotic. They were too down-to-earth for that. They didn't allow themselves to become stupefied by some illogical ivory tower notions of egalitarianism from spoiled, rotten, snot-nosed elites. There was no need for them, so they simply didn't exist. Vikings weren't PC or woke. They were much too happy to ever want to invent any self-constraining, self-loathing, psychotic mindset for themselves. Vikings were independent. They weren't tied into, well, let's check with the overriding authorities for our district or the HOA. Most assuredly, they had a village council and local leaders, but the regulations were either far and few between or entirely non-existent. No snooping, no innuendo, no backbiting from their neighbors. If there was, it would be settled in the town square with or without weapons. There were no safety Nazis. If you tripped on your neighbor's walk and fractured something, you were not a victim. You were a clumsy oaf. It was your fault. And if you're so goofy that you can't even keep your balance walking down a step, your peers probably would tease you and make fun endlessly, sending the strong message to all that paying attention and coordination are important character traits for being a strong Viking. Kids hear this and they learn it and internalize it. Not having one lawyer for every 20 Viking citizens makes a sharp-edged, masculine, independently strong and vibrant Hamlet. Having lawyers and attorneys or excuse makers everywhere would weaken the Hamlet, but the Vikings would have none of that. Having rules and regulations everywhere was unthinkable to them. Instead, they wanted to be happy, and they insisted upon it. The very idea of holding one's tongue because it might offend others was repugnant to them. Truly close-knit communities don't need for people to walk on eggshells. Open, honest exclamations of passions and affections, whether it be for politics or war or friendship or family or hunting or farming or anything, creates a friendly circle of reciprocation. People tend to respond in kind. If people insist on being their open, honest selves, others see this honesty and are attracted to them because their guards are being invited to come down as well. It's called 
just being yourself. In the modern world, we have something that would be a dystopian nightmare to the Vikings. Cameras are everywhere. Approximately 80% of all homes in most American communities have doorbells linked to cameras and cell phones. Why? Because budget cuts and police forces mean slower responses for burglaries. That's because local government largesse means expensive bureaucratic red tape. Also, silly, idiotic PC laws that bend over backwards to prove that the police aren't targeting minorities by KKK cross-burning racist cops leaves people more fearful of crime. And obviously, the drive-by media's frightened rabbit paranoia that they love to push like a cornered drug dealer showing all of us over and over again what a horribly unsafe place the world is. All of this and much more creates an exhausted and shut-off and very unhappy civilization. Our frustrations are so immense and so profound and so deep-rooted that it seems to the ignorant that we can never climb out of this mess. Our problem is systemic, but it's not only systemic. Humanity fell into this condition in the Garden of Eden, but we've managed to survive all this time without being destroyed by it. Ultimately, we will fail, thereby winning, but who's to say that time is near? No one knows the day or the hour of Christ's return, so we shouldn't necessarily expect it with timed precision. My point is this. Humanity has always been a mess, but our situation today is unique. If certain variables are removed, then we can return to a much simpler time. The Vikings weren't corrupted and spoiled like the woke are. They had simple mindsets. Today, we're speeding away from the simple at hyperspeed towards the complex, untieable knot of AI and woke insanity. A full embracing of these means never being able to extricate ourselves ever again. Full-blown AI and woke both mean losing our humanity and falling forever into a totalitarian dystopian hellhole. I'm not trying to over-romanticize the Vikings. They were deeply flawed as a culture, as all cultures are. But certain characteristics have been bred out of modernity, and we would become much happier if we simply reached out and snatched some of them back, as Viking warriors would. It's simple awareness followed by decisive action. Action steps number one. We must think simply and act decisively in our own lives, just as Vikings. We should never try to overcomplicate things. Number two, divinity schools worldwide have been largely infected by woke idiotology. Only go to churches that speak biblical truth. Also, make sure they give reference to Satan and his demons. Why? Because Satan is the god of this world, and he is the great deceiver. In a world full of PC and woke lies, parishioners need to be aware of these lethal stumbling blocks. If they are only taught rainbows and unicorns, they are missing the full picture of the real world and true salvation. 
But before you leave your church, talk to your junior and senior pastors first. Let them know of your strong opinions and give them a chance to course correct before you leave. But you may ask, what's this got to do with being a Viking? With all their flaws, Vikings were direct and honest. This is largely absent in the Christian church today. And remember, Vikings eventually were reformed into Christianity. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.